It's almost New Year's. Three, two, one. Happy New Year! My resolution is to be more fun. Yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> it's 2021. Finally. Finally we can say goodbye to the worst year I think I've ever known. You've ever known. We've ever known. 2020. The year that will not be missed. Nobody. Nobody's going to think back on 2020 and think, what a time. Well, maybe somebody. Not me. Chris T. Here on thehoundnyc.com, where every Sunday, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, you got a new hound howl live. Playing the rare rockers, the blues whalers, the hedgehog hop, the moronic obscurities, the rhythm and booze, the rarities and disparities. Usually at 45 RPM. And then, of course, there's a crash in the party at 5 p.m. Eastern time on Sundays. Old times Eastern. Here on the East Coast. And then uh, this program, Fridays, 6 p.m. Eastern, live. And then replaying on Tuesdays at 6 p.m. Eastern. It's also available wherever you get your goddamned podcasts. Your Apple Podcasts, your Google Podcasts, Amazon Music Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, all that bullshit. Oh, I'm so glad that year is behind us. So glad to have made it to the other side and wondering if... uh, there is light at the end of the tunnel, or if that's an oncoming train. Because now they're reporting these COVID-19 variants popping up in the United States, showing up in Florida and out west, and I'm sure soon in the New York environs. I have no doubt. And this variant, apparently a lot more contagious, communicable, and uh, whether that means it's, it's less survivable or what the deal is, who knows? I, I, I swear these last few days, I think since Christmas, I've, well, two things collided, really. My phone shit the bed. My iPhone X, my iPhone 10 developed the green line of death. Look it up. But suddenly a green line appeared on one side of the display. And it was a bummer. So uh, to prepare the phone to bring to Apple for repair, replacement, whatever the hell. By the way, if this happens to you, let me just issue a tip, okay? You can't go to them and say, my phone has a green line of death. Because they'll just laugh in your face. They'll be like, so what? Sorry. Replace it yourself. Tell them the display keeps freezing on you. And don't even mention the green line of death. That's what I had to do. Yesterday I had to go to Tice's Corner up there in uh, Woodcliffe Lake in New Jersey. It's very upscale up there. Very tony. Every car that went through that parking lot was like a Range Rover or a friggin' four-door Porsche, an abomination. Porsche, sorry. Those of you uh, Porsche owners listening, I didn't grow up saying Porsche. I grew up saying Porsche. Sorry. Don't get me started on whether it's Mercedes or Mercedes. I'm not going down that path. I can't do it. But they were always driven, these SUVs, massive, big, hulking things driven by little tiny women. Every time one would pull into the parking lot, I swear to God, this five foot two woman would step out. I would think to myself, that's a lot of car for a little lady. I wouldn't say those words exactly. I mean, who goes around saying little lady anymore? 
Unless you're a Sinatra impersonator, I guess. And then I thought, was that the beginning of the end, really, for America? I don't know. Was that the beginning of the end? When everybody just decided, I want to get an SUV. Even if I don't need an SUV, if I never use the hauling capacity or the towing capacity of this thing, I want one anyway, because it makes me feel big. I'm, 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 I'm up behind the wheel, high off the ground, looking down on everybody. And who cares if this thing gets shitty MPG? Who cares? I can afford it. It's America. I can have the vehicle I want. And by the way, I just want to point out, even though at this particular, at, at this Tice's Corner shopping center, which is like one of those outdoor malls, like you don't, there isn't like in your standard mall where you go inside and there's just all this open space and then store, 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 food court, that kind of crap. These were all outdoor stores and you access each one of them from outside the Hallmark store and the Williams-Sonoma store and the Gap and the Old Navy and all places I don't shop. I don't go to these places. And I feel nervous. I find that I feel nervous when I'm around well-to-do people like that. People, you know, who are displaying their wealth, who are ostentatious about it. There's something about that ostentatious display that, you know... I could be driving a Jeep, but I'm getting the Range Rover, just because. And I guess there's some aspect of keeping up with the Joneses in it, but I I just... I get tired of Americans being selfish twats, only thinking of themselves. Selfish twats who say to themselves, well, I can afford it, I'm going to get it, fuck the planet, fuck everybody else. This is uh, This is what I want, this is what I need. Four-door Porsche. As if there is such a thing. Guess what? You Porsche fans. There's now an electric Porsche. How's that? How's that make you feel? I guess you can... See, then you can have your cake and eat it too. You could spend ungodly amounts of money on German engineering to impress uh, those in your immediate area and feel good that it's an electric vehicle. By the way, there was I was about to say there were there were like eight or nine, it might have been ten Tesla chargers in a row at this shopping center. I'd never seen anything like that. Should have taken a picture. But at one edge of the parking lot, I look over, there's Tesla, 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 Tesla charger. All right. Let's all be virtuous while we're spending to impress. How's that? Tonight's program does not feature a guest, by the way, except for you. 760-I-CALL-AV. 760-422-5528 is the number here if you want to join the program. And really call about anything. It's the first of the year. It's a brand new year. We get to leave that old year behind. The year that hurt us all so much. And move forward boldly. And I would love to know if there were any standouts for you in 2020. Any highlights? We all know what the lowlights were. What were the highlights? And anything in particular in 2021 that you're looking forward to? Besides, uh, besides the end of COVID. That would be good, wouldn't it? We would all love to have... The end of COVID. Uh, you know, I I, I, I got to hang up on you, pal, and ask you to call back just because you called in on the wrong device. It's not your fault. It's mine. So I'm going to hang up, and then I'm going to try to get back to you because uh, Lord knows I forgot to turn off the goddamn Wi-Fi on this thing. That's, 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 again, it's my fault. This is desktop radio at its finest. And uh, I, I this same thing happened last week. And it pissed me off, and now it just happened again. So, 
So call back if you can, if you're listening. And, uh, and this time, everything will be hunky-dory. The number again, 760-I-CALL-AV, 760-422-5528, That's better. Hello? Welcome to the program. <laughs> you fixed it. You fixed it. Yeah, I fixed it. I done fixed it. Nice work, man. I, I could tell you what technically happened, but who gives a shit, really? Don't who care. Cares? Didn't no, work. Yeah, That's all you need to know is it didn't work. Well, it did work. It just worked on the in the wrong way. It worked in a way that uh, is unacceptable. This it's is the way plumbing. that it's got to it, be, the it, way it is now. It, right. It's routing. It's plumbing. Exactly. Welcome to the yeah. brand new year. How's the year going for you so far? I I got no complaints. It's still Groundhog Day every day, you know? Uh, I didn't realize it was Friday until I heard the show start. I do uh, that often. I say to the missus, uh, what is today, Wednesday? It'll be like, that'll be a typical question for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I find myself not... doing that a lot. Uh, Tom yeah, Crow, welcome back to the show. Good to talk to you. Well, Thank I think you, sir. Last time, last time you were on the Skype, and this time it's uh, on the Google Voice. Which, uh, how far away are we from the Russians hacking all this stuff? Because I heard today they got into Microsoft code. Like, they they got a peek at coding for Microsoft products. Whoopsie. Oops. What does that mean? Whoopsie. I, who knows? Who knows? <laughs> Maybe they're going to resurrect the little paperclip dude and make him appear on everybody's screen. You imagine if that dude showed up again? Did that guy have a name? Clippy? What was his name? Anyone know? I don't know. Yeah. It was, you know, it was just a nightmare. Clippy. I have such trauma from dealing with Windows products that I, it's been a very long time since I've had to use a Windows product because it, it was always about work. And mm-hmm. since I don't go to work anymore, I don't have to use Windows. Mm-hmm. I guess there's an upside to everything, right? Um, Absolutely. Make lemonade, friend. Make lemonade. But but uh, this is not me saying that Apple is superior. and I, I don't really care. I'm not getting into that argument. I don't care. I just know that when I had right. a Windows laptop, it was a, a full-time job to keep the thing running properly. It's a full-time job yeah. to keep up with the hackers. Because the hackers yeah. wanted into my Windows laptop really, really, really bad. Mm-hmm. So, you have to be your own IT department, your own security department. You have to maintain firewalls. It's just pure nonsense. Yeah. So that's about to get worse in 2021. I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop on this Russian hack thing. And, and uh, I was talking to Keith Hartel on the program probably, it was I think it was the last week. It seems like a month ago. Um, yeah. But he, he thought it was all overblown. He thought it was just more of this uh, let's scare everybody with the Russian stuff. I'm not you so know, sure. It's, you know, it's it's just playing them at their own game kind of thing. And and I I do see that as a plausible scenario for sure. Peddling fear is big business around here. You know, peddling fear gets stuff done, you know. And yeah. and I think it's it's you know, look back at the Cold War days, you know. Oh, we have this. Says you, you know. We found out this. Says you. You know, yeah. Says you got to think about how does it play? How does it play on the other side? Hmm. Well, that's true. Although I feel like we should be cautious anyway. Let's let's uh, do everything that we need to do to oh sure to protect ourselves. For instance, what I'm doing, very simple thing. I'm backing up everything that I have in the cloud on physical storage somewhere. A physical right. format storage somewhere <laughs> that's not in the cloud. Because I, I looked around and I realized I've gotten lazy like a lot of us. And, and I just, I'll create things and use things that only exist in the cloud. And right. I'm like, what if the Russians get a, you know, go and decide to bring down Dropbox and bring down Google Drive and bring down all these things? Then where where do all your documents go? Where does all your crap go? Right. Just forget that. Any any IT department will tell you, you know, three to four layers of redundancy. 
you know, they have server farms all over the place that if one eats it, you know, they, they're, they're good to go, you know. I ain't got no redundancy. Just, right. You don't have a server farm, but you could have, like, a solid-state hard drive that's, you know, a terabyte that you stuff with a bunch of junk, and you could treat it like, you know. Yes. You could treat it pretty hard, and it's going gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna to have all your, all your data. And unless the Russians break into my house, <laughs> mm-hmm. I guess I should be okay. Um, speaking, I, mean, I got news for you. Yes. Every time somebody brings up that argument, my line is always, "You don't have enough. You don't have enough commas in your bank account for anybody to care that you even exist." That's you know? true. Keep that yeah. in mind. Yeah. You know. Thanks for pointing. Nobody's that out. looking at us. Uh, Nobody's looking true. at us. Nobody cares. That's true. Nobody cares. Uh, any particular highlights for you in 2020? By the way, we know the lowlights, as I was saying earlier. But uh, what were the things? You know, no. No, I'm, I was going to say, you know, there's there's been a handful, and it's kind. It took a while for them to sink in, as a family. Yes. Um, you know, the four of us here, um, um, and it's it hasn't turned into The Shining. You know, we definitely spend time apart in the house, but none of us really go anywhere except my son. Yeah. Um, he's a cook, and he goes to work all the time. But um, being together and not and like enjoying it was like, that was a big plus. Um, cooking a lot together cause he's a chef, you know? Right. Um, stuff like that was like, yeah, that's an upside, you know? Um, well, in you know, similar doing... news, we got a new kitten. Nice. Yeah. I don't know if that's similar, but that's, that was an upside for us. The year started really, we like to say the year began with the death of our, our cat Violet, 17 years old. Died in my arms. It was sad. And we all mm. we always joked that Violet knew what was coming and she wanted the hell out because the next day was the first uh, case, reported case of COVID-19 in the United States. She died January 20th. It'll it'll almost be a year, actually. And, and then 21st wow. was the first recorded case, first reported case, I should say, of COVID-19. And, um, Crazy. Yeah. So a high point for you was actually in realizing you enjoy your own family. It took a pandemic. It, well, not enjoy your own family, but a lot of stuff that you take, you take, you know, kind of for granted. Like we all work, we all do stuff, go to school, whatever. We come home, we have dinner. You know what I mean? You're home on the weekends. It's different than, okay, 24 seven for, you know, 200 plus days. Right. Where everybody's in everybody's grill, you know? And, uh, and that was cool because it was, it was cool. It was fun. You know, it wasn't like, you know, it wasn't throwing knives at each other, you know, or something sneaking up on people with, you know, cat fire skillets. Right. You know, it it was, uh, you didn't brain anybody in your own family. No, you know, there's no shallow unmarked graves in the backyard. You know, we're, we're good. And that, that was, that was very cool. And leading into the holidays, which is hard because you're not seeing family and you know that's always a part of it yeah you, well i'm glad that know. we uh, last year at christmas time we, we went and did a surprise visit to uh my sister up in rhode island and it was a very last minute thing spur of the moment thing and i hear everybody saying all over that they have resolved that once this thing is over it's getting to be like a play, you know? It's getting to be like a line from one of those plays, like a raisin in the sun or something. Everybody's like, when the pandemic's over, and that yeah. becomes the thing that everybody talks about. And and I think one of the things people have resolved is that they're going to not pass up opportunities to visit with the people they care about. And I was really glad that we, we went last year and we did the surprise visit because we obviously couldn't do it this year and... It was nice. Roger that. It was a good thing. Yeah. Roger so, that. So we, same same here. Like even even with like um, people that you only you only interact with on social media because of years and miles, and uh, you know there's been a lot of like just phone calls or you know something like more direct contact with with people like that, and that's that was definitely an up an upside. Yeah. Um, plus, I can't argue with fucking. 10 hours a week back in my pocket commute time, you know, cause I'm working from home. I'm thank God. And, right. uh, you know, that's cool. It allowed me to get all kinds of niddly shit done around the house, you know, work on a hot rod a little bit. 
Yeah, well, and you know, a high point for me was opening up a store, for God's sakes, in the midst of a pandemic, and that has kept me really busy. It's uh, a lot of going back and forth. I mean, I'm almost used to the driving back and forth. Uh, not quite used to it yet. I uh, got mm-hmm. pulled over uh, for speeding the other day, and I knew that was inevitable because if you drive a lot, you're going to get pulled over for speeding. It's just going to happen. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm talking about the kind of speeding where you're not going any faster than anybody else, but for some reason you get pulled out of the pack. <coughs> and, and it's directly related. You're, you're not a local. You're not a local, and they know it, man. Yeah. You know? Well, I was in New York. They saw the New Jersey plates. So I'm sure that, had, yeah, that yeah, might have had like, something right, to do with jackass. it. Um, and, but it, it's related to my phone shitting the bed because on Monday when the phone shit the bed and I wiped it and reset it, I realized, you know, oh, no, I, w- I won't have Waze anymore. And I always drive with Waze now because it'll it'll tell you where the cops are. You know, Waze is a, is right. a crowdsourced <laughs> right. navigation app. And so its users will say there's a cop hiding in the bushes up there on Route 9. And I, yep. I, I was using my old iPhone 4 just to have a phone with me as backup and it di- it can't accommodate ways it- you can't load ways on an uh, iphone 4 so I-, I i swear to god it's it's like how things how things come together is always amazing it was the second to last day of the year it was december 30th and i get nailed for speeding i almost got out of the year without any tickets and and i, I have to say that ways has saved my ass any number of times while driving back and forth to saugerties new york it's a 210 mile round trip and i used that thing religiously and then a friend of mine was like no you need to get a radar detector i said what they still make radar detectors really yeah they still make those yeah have you had one yeah. of those in the last i don't know how many years they apparently they I never never had a never. radar detector. yeah never had one i mean i have a dash cam i drive with the dash cam now because i want to document the moron that's gonna hit me head on uh and right but you know, but the speeding ticket. The guy was very nice. State trooper in a big black SUV told me how to plea it down. You could do it by mail now because of the COVID. So I'm going to plea it down and hopefully get it down to like a cell phone ticket and no points because that's all I care about. I just care about the points on the insurance. I don't care about the fine. I'll pay you. Right. I'll pay you fine. That's fine. Yeah, hundred bucks. For black fine. and white. Go for it. There yeah. you go. Here, here's a hundred bucks. Leave me alone. Yeah. But you're right. I think yeah. it was like I, if I were to look around on that stretch of road, I'm pretty sure I would have been the only set of jersey plates on that set yeah, on that yeah. on that stretch of road. So, you know, I, then you wonder why you get pulled over. Yeah. That's why. You're, like you're, I'm I'm blessed. I'm blessed with a brass family member PBA card. Yeah. Um. And uh. And out of state, they they look at that like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> you <know>? Right. Right. <laughs> you know. But yeah. in state is great. I'll tell you real quick. This is a great story. So like a couple of years ago, you know, it's uh, late summer, early fall. We go out as a family to four of us to go get like ice cream or something. We go to Friendly's. And as we're coming back and we got a headlight out and, and in, in certain models and years of Subarus replacing a headlight, you got to take like the front tire off. You got to take the wheel well cover off. You got to reach where you can't see because it's between two body panels. It's nuts. So I'm driving around with this, the, the replacement light bulb is like in the cup holder, you know? And I see, I see a Hackettstown cop and I tell everybody, cause we all have hoodies on. I go, everybody put your hoodie up. And we all have our hoodies up. We drive past him. He pulls right out behind me and he pulls me right over, you know? So he, he pulls up behind us and I wait and I go, okay, everybody hoodies off and everybody flips the hoodies off. When this guy came over to the car and looked inside the car there was like a, a look of utter astonishment. What's this white family doing in this car? There was a, it was a car full of guys with hoodies on a minute ago. Damn. And he goes, oh, hey. And I'm like, hi. And I go, I know, the headlight. And he was like, right, the headlight. And I was like, I got it right here in the cup holder. Just haven't gotten to it. All right, well, you guys have a good night. Okay, bye. You didn't even have to whip out your brass PBA card, you're saying? No, nah, we never oh. even got to... He didn't even want to see my license. He was just like, he was embarrassed to be there. He thought he had a bust, you know. Well, here's how the conversation went with this trooper, which I think I actually, I may have recorded it on my dash cam. So, he, you know, he pulls me over and I pull into a TD Bank parking lot because there was no shoulder. There was nowhere to pull over safely. And I'm like, yeah. you know, I, I, I don't want him getting hurt. I don't want myself getting hurt. 
I pull yeah, into a yeah, TD, yeah, yeah. and he pulls the big black SUV behind me, trapping me in, you know, in case I decide oh. to flee for some reason. He comes over to the window, and uh, he says, uh, good afternoon, or good morning, or whatever the hell it was. How you doing? I'm like, hey, I'm, I'm okay, and uh, uh, do you know why I pulled you over? I always love that question. I love yeah. that question, and I... And I, I, I wanted to say something really, like, smart-ass. I'm hope, I'm, yeah, like, uh, I hope it's not because you want to look at the bodies in my trunk. <laughs> no, I, I, I was going to say something like, because you've never seen a 1994 Mercedes E320. Is that why? <laughs> in such good condition? Uh, no, I, yeah. I, you know, I said no. No, I don't know why you, I, you pulled me over. Well, do you know what the yeah. speed limit was back there? And I said 65 because I had just come off the highway and on the highway yeah, yeah. it was 65. And, you know, this right. was Route 9 up near Wappingers Falls. And I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm pretty yep. sure it's not 65 there. I'm going to say 65 right. anyway. Do you know how fast you were going? And uh, I said, no. He said 70. I, and I, I said, oh. okay, so, so <laughs> I said, so what is the speed limit here? And he said 55. 40. No, it was 55. Oh, 55. So oh, okay. I was doing 70 and a 55. Yeah, I was 15 no. miles over. And uh, he wrote me up, gave me a ticket, and and uh, I gave him a card for my shop. Well, because at some point he asked me where I was headed. I said, I said I'm, I'm going to Socrates. I opened a store up there. And he said, oh, okay. So I when we were all done, I handed him my business card. I said, if you're ever in Socrates, I'd love to you know, show you around the shop, stop in. And he looked at my card, and he's like, oh, guitars? I know people with guitars. I said, great. Tell them to call me. Sell me their guitars. I want to buy their guitars. I want to buy all the guitars of all the guys that played in high school, never got mm -hmm. any better, and yep. just the thing hangs on the wall or sits in the yep. closet. And I'm sure I'm talking yep. about myself as well. So sure, sure. any of you Same guys, I'm guilty of that. men or women listening, give me a call. Sell me your, your there you junk. Go. Um, but you know, uh, the store has, was a high point this year. It was definitely a high point, despite the fact that it's been a lot of work and taken a lot of hours because otherwise I would just be sitting around and brooding about the state of the United States. I would say sure. the state of the world, but the world is, you know, is not my, is not where I live. I live in the United States. I wish I was a world right. citizen, world traveler, but I, I live here. And to see what's gone on here over the last year and the way that we handled COVID-19 and the way we've handled any number of other things, it makes me very sad for America. Uh, no, roger that. But, yeah. it, you know, having having opened a retail establishment myself, uh, actually three times because we moved, um, I know what that's like. And it's it's very gratifying, you know. You set it up the way you want it and... Right. When, when you finally open the doors and you got people who are like, oh, my God, these people are interested. They're like pouring over my nonsense that I have, you know. Um, no, there's there's nothing, you know, that's you're providing a valuable service to the community. People are being, you know, so serviced here, with their weirdo fucking needs, whatever it is that you pedal over there besides guitars. And yeah, I know, got all kinds happy. of junk. Come and see me. I'm at 106 Partition Street in Socrates. Uh, I will be there this weekend, but mostly working in the store. So uh, knock on the window around back or call the store at 845-217-0002 or go to thatcave.com and click on the email thing to send me an email. The email is thatcave at iCloud.com. So uh, by appointment this weekend, really, because the numbers are ticking up on the COVID and it's getting a little, it's getting a little dicey. I, I, I Everybody that comes through that store, there was a woman in there on Saturday with a, her mask down. And I don't know if she knew the mask was down, but it was a weird moment when I had to ask her to put her mask up. And she, right. and she did, and then she left immediately. Like either she was embarrassed that her mask was down or she was pissed that I asked her to put it up. One of those two. Either way, tough shit. Tough shit. The, the Plenty more where that came from. Let me ask you if this ever happened to you when you were running your retail <laughs> establishment. So a you wouldn't group believe of, what happened to me running a retail a, establishment. This, is, uh, th this may have happened. A group of four people uh, come down the circular staircase because there's a circular staircase connects uh, my cousin's shop to mine, right? And... 
three of them are women. One of them's a dude. Uh, the the three women, one after another, go and use my bathroom. Now the bathroom's not marked. It doesn't say restroom on it. It doesn't. Say, it's just a plain door. So they found it, and one after another, mm-hmm. they used it, but without asking me, right? Mm-hmm. And without mm-hmm. closing the door behind them when they were done. Not even the third one. Like, at first I thought, well, they're leaving the door open for each other, right? But no, even right. the last one that used the bathroom left the door open. And I wanted to, you know, I realized this is the thing that you, I'm sure, is not going to surprise you to hear me say. Mm-hmm. But, like, you... You know, we live in the age of Yelp now. We live in the age of reviews mm-hmm. everywhere online and people going online. And I'm like, if I say what I'd like to say to these three people, right. it's going to end up online. You're going to get three Yelp reviews about, oh, went into this cool little shop. The guy was such a dick. He was a dick to me. You know? <laughs> and they're not going to say why. They're not going to add the context right. of, like, I took right, a period. shit in his bathroom without asking. Right. You know? Yeah, I, uh, yeah, I took a dump and I, stunk up the whole store. It's the age the of COVID, open. and I put my COVID-infected ass on his toilet and mm-hmm. took a big stinking dump. No, they're going to leave that part out. So yeah. what would you have done in that situation? I mean, I would love to know. Tom Crow, faced with this situation, <laughs> does what? You know? Keeps his mouth shut, does what? Yeah, I probably would have let it slide, but after the third one, I would have been okay. Yeah. And then I went and went to the hardware store, and I would have got a doorknob with a lock on it and just put the key in the register. Well, you there know. you go. That is what I'm going to do uh, tomorrow when I get up there. I'm buying an there entry set with a key. I might even have one hanging around here somewhere, and I'm going to lock that fucking bathroom door. The other thing I did is I found. Or you some know of those... what else you could do that would kind of fit with the decor? What's that? Put big like put big like iron like hooks on either side of the door frame and drop a big like a pair of big timbers in there, and just put like a sign that says "danger." I like that. That's You're, what I, I did. That's what I would do. I did something very close. I have these old porcelain signs that say um, "underground electric cable." Right. And I mm. attached that to the door and then I found these stick on letters to spell N.O. And I put the word no on the door. And and this was all in lieu of finding a locking entry set, because if anyone mm-hmm. does it, if anyone goes in there again, I'm going to say that's the electric room. Please don't go in there. Of yeah, course, if you go in there and piss. If hey, mister, if you go in there and piss, you're going to get shocked to death. You're going to you get know? electrocuted. Don't do it. Yeah. I thought it was weird. Yeah. I, I thought it was weird that they did that. And none of them said anything to me. They just did it like, here's a toilet. I'm going to use it. This toilet is here for me to use. Is that, what is that? Is that a sense of entitlement? I mean, I wouldn't dream of it. I wouldn't dream of going into someone's little shop. This is not Marshall's. This isn't Home Goods. This is right. a tiny little store selling old junk. And right. going in there and using the bathroom is something that wouldn't occur to me. At least not without saying something to the proprietor. Right. Right. I would be so no, embarrassed. I, 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 would be... I 100% agree. And that's, dude, in retail, that's the least of your worries. Okay? I mean, I could spin yarns that would probably make you want to go up and just, like, lock the door and walk away. But I'm not going to do that. Because it's all part of the rich pageantry of dealing with the general public. You oh, know? boy. So. Oh, boy. Dare I mm-hmm. ask? I mean, give me just one. Like, give me one from the many years of having a retail establishment. <coughs> My cautionary tale. Give me a cautionary to... tale. Give you a cautionary tale. Um, so, if you if you have something that is uh, three hundred and forty five dollars. And somebody asks you how much it is, don't say three forty five because they'll pull a five out of their pocket and put it on the counter. Okay. I Okay, got it. I had that had that happen with uh, an employee. She told this person that this item was eight forty five or eight seventy five or something like that. And the lady literally pulled the I'll take it and came up to the counter with a ten dollar bill in her hand. And the woman had to say that's eight hundred and you know, whatever dollars. And she was like, Oh, never mind. Oh, never mind. That's more than mm-hmm. I wanted to spend. I had mm-hmm. a woman actually say that in the store the other day. 
She looked at something. Mm-hmm. When I told her the price, she said, oh, that's more than I wanted to spend. Okay. I, you know, I guess, you know, look, I, I mean, I've tried to teach people this trick before. It's a very simple trick, right? You say to people, like when I'm at the flea market, and if there is a flea market tomorrow, I'm going to be there. It might be rained out, but it's going to be the last one I'm going to be able to attend for quite a while. So I may go. But I see people do this all the time. They'll pick up an object at the flea market. It'll be, let's say, 30 bucks. And the person will go, I'll give you $10 for this. And, of course, the seller is going to be like, get the fuck out of here. Put it down. Get away from me. Mm -hmm. Because it's insulting. You've just insulted this person, right? Right. Uh, The thing you do is you hold it up, and when they say it's $30, you say, do you have any flexibility on this? And they go, they say to themselves one or two things. They say, no, I don't. I'm into that object for $25, and you're trying to get the other $5 out of my children's mouths. Or they go, yeah, okay, you know, give me $25 for it. Give me $20 for it. Whatever. It's not an insult, in other words. So why don't more people know this? I'm always amazed that people don't, like people (coughs) just blurt out a price, or they say, oh, that's too much. Or and they don't and even... I got news for you. I've been in that scenario where they said that's more than I wanted to spend. And then you go, well, I tell you what, you know, just to be a bro. Because that's the way it depends. And it depends on the, the item. You know, where there's some, there were some items that, yeah, I could replace that tomorrow. Or that's been sitting around for a while. You know what I mean? Um, and then you go, you give them an alternate price that's some discount. And they go, mm, no, no, thank you. You know, Sorry, they weren't going to no. buy it to begin with. Yeah. They just wanted to show their friends that they could talk to the proprietor about something groovy in the store, and then go, mm, no. I was thinking more something, you know, with like orange peel on it. Okay, well, that's not this. That's not you this. Know? I think I'm going to have yeah, to get yeah. used to a lot of things. I, you know, I, I'm going to have to get used to the people. And, and I remember my father talking about this, like when he had this store up in Great Barrington. I think one of the things that drove him a little crazy was a lot of, oh, I had one of these, or I had one of these when I was a kid, or my mother had one of these, or my grandmother had one of these, and Mm -hmm. it was much nicer than this one. You know, that's Mm -hmm. that's another thing they'll follow up What would you give me for it? What would you, oh, yeah, I still have it. It's back at the house. How about I bring it here? And I'm like, because then I'll have two of those things. I mean, I don't, (laughs) I mean, I don't know. I'm trying to yeah. sell the one I have, and you want to right. bring me another one. All right, unless it's stereo, vintage stereo equipment or guitars or a few other categories of items, please no. Right. Don't. Right, and, and don't, you know, back in the day, I used to hustle a lot of records in the store, and people would come to me. Even when I didn't have records in the store, there were other shops in town that knew I bought records, and people would all, you know, they would bring stuff to you, you know, a lot of times. Yeah. Um, you know, and the more of a presence you have, like the pickers are going to come out of the woodwork. Although probably most of them, I mean, it, the, the the ranks have been somewhat reduced by those who would sell their goods online rather yeah. than find a, a an antique shop and say, "Hey, I got this." You know. I know Facebook Marketplace, man. It's it's ridiculous. I I look at that sometimes, and I and I think to myself, "Why did I open but a you store know what? again? Why?" I, I got to tell you. I've been on eBay since 98. When I first started on you know, eBay, it was yes. like the Wild West, man. And and it works both ways, you know? Some guy has a, you know, a vintage hatchet, and he saw somewhere that these vintage hatchets are worth $45. So he's got, you know, he wants 40 for his, you know? Yeah. But he's not telling you that the handle's loose in the head and all that nonsense. But every once in a while... You find somebody that has something really great and sometimes multiples of, and they just list it for like nothing, nonsense, free, come get it. Yeah. You know, and it's just a matter of being Johnny on the spot, you know? Yeah. Well, that's how I got a speeding ticket. See, I I, I found on Facebook Marketplace, I found a, a KLH Model 24 stereo system in really nice condition, you know, dust cover at no cracks. <laughs> Everything was there. It was all complete. It had the original paperwork that went with it. It had the original 45 RPM adapters. It had the original stylus uh, gauge to tell how much tracking force you're putting on this garage turntable. 
it was all complete. I had to drive to Danbury and get it because the price was pretty damn good. I with the speakers, with the nice functional speakers and everything looking cosmetically fine. That's when I got nailed for speeding is going from Danbury, Connecticut to the store between the two of them because I decided to take the scenic route instead of getting back on the right. throughway. And when the co- when the yeah. cop said to me, like when I told him where I was going, the trooper says to me, so why didn't you just go on the throughway? And I said, you're not going to believe this. People speed on that thing. They speed like crazy. <laughs> and he chuckled. He chuckled. And he still gave me a ticket. I thought that would definitely get me out of a ticket. I thought if I made him yeah. laugh, no, no, didn't get me no. out of a ticket. But yeah, Facebook Marketplace, I wonder all the time, like, is this the thing I'm going to end up doing instead of having a store? Because the store is going to, it, it takes no. a lot of work. No, because when you, you're going to use Marketplace and other, other avenues like that for when you get into those situations where the guy, you know, and, th- and hopefully this will happen to you. Guy will say, hey, you know, aunt so-and-so just died. All her sons, she had like eight sons, and they were all hot rod fanatics, and the place is filled with all this hot rod crap from their youth, you know? And you go and you take the good with the bad because they want the property clean. Then you're going to put the bad on Facebook Marketplace and, if, you know, get $2 for it. Woo-hoo, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Pay for the gas. Pay for the gas and the effort it took to get it out of the house. That's you know? what I'm going to do exactly what i'm gonna do you're my mentor days, by the way you're like my those, yoda you're like my retail yoda uh, this shit you even kind of look I, like I, yoda. Hope, I was gonna say i hope it's still it still is uh i mean i can't imagine it wouldn't be exciting as it was when when i used to do it because oh, it's piracy man it's the thrill of the hunt you know yeah. i used to do some of my best shopping in other people's antique stores because you know they're not educating themselves properly so when something does come in their hands they're making guesses that are way off the mark well you know? that's my biggest and, worry my biggest worry is i don't know how to price stuff and i'm not pricing it you know the way it should be priced but so far i i, I don't think i've let anything out of there that was without you know without checking it out and finding out what it could be worth. I mean, I'm trying to. It's it is a difficult thing. I'm trying to deputize people to do some of this research for me because it, mm-hmm. it takes it takes time. And uh, mm-hmm. you know, I, I have some uh, f- more foot surgery coming up very shortly. And when I'm laid up recuperating, that's when I'm going to do a lot of this research. I'm going to have time. You know, there's a. I, I don't know the name of this service, but there's a service out there, and it may be something as stupid as like Hybit or something like that. And you pay this service some kind of peanuts, you know, fee, and they archive all these auctions and high bids and stuff on stuff that's been pulled. So, like, when you're an eBay seller, you know, you could have something that that was really, 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 really obscure, and you got mad money for it, okay? Mm. And other people are going to look at that and go, oh, I have one of those. I'm going to get mad money for it. You know, you don't want to, you want to educate the, you know, the Facebook marketeers, you know? Right. So you, once that auction is done on eBay, you make it go away. You make the pictures go away. Everything go away. So nobody can go back. In the old days, you used to be able to look at closed auctions all day long and see high bids for all kinds of stuff. You know, I used to do that every once in a while just to see if super rare 45s were out there and for sale you know, and bring in like market price, what they should bring. And sometimes yes. And sometimes no, you know, I remember buying a 40, I I didn't end up getting this 45, but I I put bids in on it. The guy spelled Presley wrong. It was a a sun single and he he spelled Elvis right, but he spelled Presley wrong. So everybody who had searches forever, Elvis Presley, nobody was seeing this record, you know? Yeah. And it was like easy, easy $500 record. You know, I threw 200 bucks at it. And I, I ended up losing. The thing went for like, you know, 301 and 15 cents or some ridiculous bid, you know. And meanwhile, the guy who had it, you know, he, he could have done a couple hundred dollars better, you know, if he didn't spell Presley wrong. So do that every once in a while. Spell Gerard wrong. You know what I mean? Spell, yeah, I, I, you know, Macintosh Mac wrong. <laughs> Uh, oh, a big one is Neumann. Like, if you're in the market for any Neumann microphones, just reverse the U and the E because people can't spell. It's amazing right. to me. I mean, it says it on the microphone. How could you get that wrong? 
It says Neumann on there, you moron. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The number here is 760-I-CALL-AV, 760-422-5528, starting the year here with Tom Crow, who was uh, a guest a few weeks ago. And talking about the high points of uh, 2020, there weren't many. There were a few. I mentioned Martin the Kitten and the new store. Uh, those would be the standout high points here. And for you, it was uh, cooking with the family, spending time with the family, realizing, once again, you enjoy your family. I know that sounds right. It's trite. like little nonsense that you take for granted. We're like, they were like, you know, it was a family event as opposed to like, all right, we got to get this done, you know. Yeah. Uh, COVID-19, by the way, took down uh, Marianne uh, from Gilligan's Island. I, I met Dawn Wells a few years ago uh, when her book came out. It's, it's, it's a really good book. She had an interesting life story, backstory, and uh, it kind of ended up on that show it was almost a fluke the way she ended up on that program. But, um, you know, people go back and forth uh, of a certain age talking about Ginger and Marianne. I, I mean, either one of them. <laughs> Listen, I had a crush on both of them. It wasn't like I was going to choose. Mm-hmm. Hell, I th- I was at times even attracted to uh, what was the Mrs. Howell. Mrs. Howell, no Mrs. way. Howell, yeah. Well, she had money. I mean, you know, come on. Mrs. Right, Howell, right, right. you get Mr. Howell out of the way, and then you're, you know, Mrs. Howell. Yeah, you have not? to show you have to show up, and then do away with all the men. Then it would be like you know, uh, uh, thirteen women. I'm the only man in town. Oh boy, I'll tell you what, it would be a great uh, video game. Like you, you get dropped on Gilligan's <laughs> Island, and you have to eliminate all the men. Now, come on. <laughs> That would oh be a pretty cool. Or eliminate all the women. I One of the two. I, I don't know. What, if you're a gal, who knows? It's a bad idea. This is why I'm not in video game development. Forget I said that. Any of that. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry I laughed so hard. It's okay. So 2021 is, is almost a day old. And already, I got to say, it has a different feel about it. I, I don't want to read too much into just the change of the year. But I'm feeling pretty good about it so far. Dude, dude, shut up. You're going to jinx it. I don't want to jinx it. Uh, then just I don't keep want to, it to yourself. I, I'm going to keep my mouth shut and mm-hmm. uh, say no more. And in the six minutes we have left in the program, anything in particular you want to say about anything? You want to talk about cryptocurrencies? You want to talk about uh, mm-hmm. small blocks? You want to talk about outboards? Uh, you want to talk about... Uh, yeah, you know... Uh, Small block. Small block is coming along. It's not done yet. Mm-hmm. But I was thinking, and it's funny because you went small blocks and then outboards. It's actually an inboard. They put these iron dukes that they put in like Chevy S10s. They put them in Firebirds. They put all these in all these cars. They put them in inboard boats of like late 70s through late 80s. Right. And they have a different crankshaft in them. They, they make it a stroker. Because in a boat, you're going to hold it so many thousand RPM and just plane out, right? Yeah. So you can take these little iron duke, these little four cylinders that are in S10s, and turn them into strokers and put blowers on top, make them pop wheelies. So I read an article about it. Now I'm looking for a marine crank. Ah, okay. Well, if anyone out there has a marine crank, uh, give us a call at 760-422-5528-760. I call AV. And uh, it's always good to chat for a few with Tom Crow, my my retail mentor, and uh, going to be shifting things to online for a little while. While well, the store is closed, the COVID cases are spiking. I'll be off my feet. Seems like a good time to shut the physical location and shift uh, because I have a lot of flat stuff I can put in the mail. Believe me, and right. I'm going to have lots right. of time on my hands. And uh, gonna just go through a whole bunch of stuff, and put it online, and then get it out there. So that's the sounds plan. like a plan. It is the plan. Twenty twenty is over. Twenty twenty one. We got high hopes for you. It's the first day of the year. I mean, I I am feeling like it can't. It's gotta. There's gotta be some good going on this year. I think if we can get on the other side of this thing, just imagine all the pent up demand. Imagine. The pent-up demand, right? What it's yeah. going to do to the economy when everybody wants to travel. Everybody wants to get mm-hmm. out. Everybody wants to mm-hmm. go 
and buy a new something. It's going to be crazy. So I'm going to be properly placed. I'm going to have a store where you could spend all your money. So come and see us. Tom Crow, thank you again for joining me on the program. Always, I do appreciate it. Always a, always say, a pleasure, man. Say Thanks a lot. Say hello to the family, and at some point, we will see each other again live and in person. Sounds like a plan. Yeah. Thank you. Take care. There he goes. He's gone. Well, I'm glad he called because I was uh, I was going to read a short story if I didn't get any phone calls. That was not planned. Tom just called in, so thanks for doing that. But I had a short story lined up, uh, which I've read here before. It's called The Other Chris. I'll read it again at some point because The Other Chris, I got news, died. This guy that made my life fairly hellish for a number of years by moving into our house when I was a kid and living with us when I was, I don't know, 14, 15, 16. He was there a number of years. And his name was Chris. And I used to have to hear uh, people call his name, my mother, and somebody else in the house. And I would be like, who, me? No, not you. The other Chris. But I didn't have to read it. So there. So again, uh, thanks to all of you who were with me through uh, 2020. I appreciate it. This program will replay on Tuesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time. It's going to become a podcast just as quickly as I can make it a podcast. It's available at uh, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, all that crap. Hound Howls, new, 3 p.m. Sunday, crashing the party, 5 p.m. Sunday.
This is Eartha Kate again, back to remind you to take your belongings with you and to get a receipt from the driver. Have a perfect day.